we all need to lift our voice up. And this thought came to my mind, and I've been looking at it, the voice of one. The voice of one. I'm going to preach a few series on that here and there. And I might not do them all at one time. I might just go in here and there and just preach them here and there. But it would be called the voice of one. And I don't want to preach on Noah. Noah. You said Noah from 2 Peter chapter 2? Yes, Noah from 2 Peter chapter 2. It's, it's, he, he's there. He's there. 2 Peter chapter 2 verse number 5. And spare not the old world, but save Noah, the eighth person, a preacher of righteousness. I want to hit on that. A preacher of righteousness, bringing in the flood unto the world of the ungodly. Let us pray. Father, we thank you today, Lord, for all that you've done. We thank you for your mercy, grace, and love. Lord, help us open our minds and receive the word that we need tonight. Lord, we just praise you in that. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. I'm so glad that uh, we that we have the promises of God tonight. Bible said Abraham uh, staggered not at the promises of God, and being fully persuaded that what he had promised, he was able also to perform. I'm glad that we have a God today that will stand by His promises. Our nation tonight has heard about. Everything from everybody in it. Everybody has a, a voice that seems they want to lift up. They, they say anything they want to say about everything and everybody. We've heard uh, from the entertainment world and all the vileness that comes out of the entertainment world. We've heard from the athletic world and what they have to say and they express their voices. We've heard from education, the, the uh, political world, and we've even heard from the uh, 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 apostate church today about what they believe we should be doing. But I believe our world tonight needs to hear from the redeemed. The Bible said, let the redeemed of the Lord say so. Why would the Bible say, let the redeemed of the Lord say so? Because really, they're the only ones got something worthwhile saying. We ought to lift our voice up because God has called us to lift our voice up. We are a voice of reason in a sane, insane world. We, we are a voice of hope in a world where it's gloom and despair. We are a voice of a truth in a world of error and deception. And we are the voice of light in the midst of this dark world that we live in today. And I believe as a Christian we have a voice. We have a song. We have a message. And we have a testimony. And I believe we need to lift up that one voice and proclaim the greatness of God, the goodness of God in the world in which we live. And I, I want to be the voice in 2021 today. I want to be one that lifts up my voice and say, I'm not ashamed of the gospel, for it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believeth. Genesis 6 and 8 and 9 says, But Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord. There was a generation of Noah. Noah was a just man, perfect in his generation, and Noah walked with God. I, I want to be just like Noah. I want to be called just like Noah. I want to feel that presence of God. I want to walk with God. Hebrews eleven seven says, By faith Noah being warned of God, things not seen, yet moved with fear, 
prepared the ark to saving of his house by which he condemned the world and became of the righteousness which is by faith. I want to be just like Noah. Matthew 24, 37, But as the days of Noah, so shall be coming of the man of Son of God. We're living in those days. We see that, that Noah was a perfect and, and walked with God. And he had faith that it be moved for God, lived for God, and walked for God. And the Bible says that it was in the days of Noah, so shall it be in the days of the coming of the Lord. I look around and I'm worried, I'm feared because there's nobody standing up and lifting up the voice proclaiming the name of Jesus in this world today. Even the churches have pulled away from proclaiming the name of Jesus. We need to lift up our voice and proclaim the name of God tonight. Second Peter said, And spare not the old world, but saved Noah. Aren't you glad you don't have to perish tonight? With the ungodly. Just because everybody around you is going to hell does not mean you have to go with them tonight. God is still in the saving business. It said the eighth person. The number of eight in the Bible means a new beginning. Noah and his three sons and his wife and their three wives are eight. And God says we're going to have a new beginning in Noah. This old world is going to pass away. Lord, you're going to see a brand new world. Can I remind you we're living in the old world today and someday we're going to see a brand new world. But we've got to proclaim that in the day we live in today. The Bible says he's a preacher of righteousness bringing the flood unto the world of the ungodly. Most of the time when we preach about Noah, it's about the ark. That he built. His work and building of the ark. But tonight I want you to look and see Noah's words. Not only he's doing a work for God. But he's lifting up his voice. His one voice. Outside of Noah and sons. And following the commandment of God. Uh, uh, their father. He is the only one living like that. He's the only one that's perfect. He's the only one walking with God. He's the only one serving God. He's the only one seeing God like that. But aren't you glad when God needed one like Noah, he found one like Noah? He had one. And he used him. God needed a voice in that day. God needed a man that would lift up his voice and, 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 and count for God in a world that was doomed for destruction. And he found in that one man by the name of Noah, can I say God needs a voice of light tonight uh, and this day in the world we live in uh, that knows him, that loves him, is not ashamed to lift up their voice and be that one. God needs somebody to lift up their voice tonight. Isaiah 6 and 8, uh, he said, Also I heard the voice of the Lord saying, Whom shall I send? Whom will go for us? Praise God. Isaiah said, here I am, send me. God has said, hey, uh, I need some volunteers. I need somebody to say, hey, uh, let me go. You say, well, does God use volunteers? Let me just put it this way. Volunteer and find out. 
There's some things about this man Noah that we need to see. There's some things about Noah and how he's acting and the way he looked. And I want you to see these things. And I think we can plow to our lives. We can live just like Noah. We can be one that lift up our voice in a world that needs to hear some good things, some good news. Look at his virtue, Noah. Noah is not only saying this with his lips, but he's living it in his life. He's walking after God. He's telling people about God, but he's living what he's talking about. We read that Noah was a just man. That means he had been justified. That means he's right in the sight of God. I am sure that others thought that Noah was a good man and had a great testimony. But can I remind you all does tonight there's something more important what I think about you and what you think about me. It's what God knows about you, what God thinks about you. I can stand before you tonight without any doubt, without any reservation. I have been justified in the eyes of God. I am justified by Him. I am right in the eyes of God tonight. Righteous and holy. He lived a godly life in the midst of a sin-cursed world. Let me run this rabbit just for a minute. I know that Baptists whine and cry, saying, ain't nobody perfect. I understand that. I'm not talking about that. We're not even trying to live perfect before God. That word perfect means there. It means uh, uh, different. It means uh, uh, complete. I'm not without error, without fault or blemishes, and nor you are. But do believe beating this bosom of every day, a, a God-filled child of God, and there's a hunger and there's a thirst and desire to live for God and please God and, and have such a touch of anointing of God on his life that, that it becomes a, at the end of life we have heard and more than anything about him that God, he was a just man, a justified man. And then you hear, well done, thou good and faithful servant. Perfect. Noah was perfect in his generation. The Bible said that he walked with God. There was a daily relationship, fellowship between God and the man called Noah. Listen, in the past year and a half, we've heard uh, all this about things are being canceled and shutting down. Schools have been closed uh, uh, down. Uh, the virus is uh, shutting churches down. And we're closed down because of the virus. But uh, I I'm glad I never heard, I, I never heard anybody say, Sorry, Jimmy, and God can't walk with you today. I I'm telling you, this virus can stop a lot of things, uh, but it cannot stop God. I'm telling you, we need to serve God and love God. God no matter where you at you can serve God in the world and you can serve God in the church not only in the virus somewhere in the shadows you'll find God I'm not worried about it I'm not afraid of it I'm glad there's some things that the virus and the pandemic has no effect on and in this he is still my father, and I am still his child. He, he still loves me, and I still love him. He walks with me, and I walk with him. 
What a privilege to walk with the King of kings and Lord of lords in a world that has lost their mind today. And it's sin bound on every hand. We look around how things are going in this world uh, and we still can say, my father is still good. My father's still on the throne. I'm still serving my father. I'm walking with my father. I love my father. He is my master and I love my master. I'm not bowing down to the things of this world. I'm looking up and keeping my eyes on my master tonight. Noah was a man of faith. We read in Hebrews that Noah was a man of faith that he moved with fear. He didn't let fear control him. I see the world is letting fear control him. And I believe they're trying to push fear on the people today. He exercised his faith. And we have learned as a Christian we walk by faith and not by sight. For faith is a victory that overcometh the world. It's not that I feel that it's going to uh, get me through. It's not what I suppose is going to get me through. Uh, it's not what I think is going to get me through. Uh, but it's getting through by what God has said and what God has done. And looking and believing and trusting and the promises of God. That's going to get me through. He moved with fear. And we're missing that because there's no fear of God in the world today. People live like there's no God. They don't believe there's a judgment. They don't believe there's a God. Well, let me just give you the news tonight. There is a God in heaven. He's still in heaven. And there is a judgment that's coming. Just like in the day of Noah, as he preached the judgment was coming, he said, hey, judgment is coming. You need to get right. Judgment is coming. And preachers are preaching the same thing today. Judgment is coming. You need to get right with God. But they don't fear God no more today. Now, Noah was obedient. God needs some obedient Christians today. He was a man that obeyed God in every era of his life. He even obeyed God when it didn't make sense to him or his family. He obeyed God. Can you imagine going around and, and taking this lumber and cutting and measuring this lumber and penelling it up and taking the, the pitch and putting it between the cracks and people come by, Noah, what are you doing? Building an ark. What's an ark? I don't know. What's it going to do? I don't know. Well, why are you building? God told me to. God told me to. He said it's going to rain. What? Rain. What's rain? I don't know. I don't know. But God said it's going to rain. Let me just say, it's going to rain judgment one day in this world. Uh, we are not going to escape. Uh, we're going to have to pay for the things we've done in this world. Uh, this world's going to have to give an account for itself. Our country's going to have to give an account for itself and the sins of death. All those babies that were ripped from the mamas, uh, they're going to have to give an account to God one day. Judgment is coming. It's going to rain. His virtue. Notice Noah, Noah's vision. Go, Noah not, God not only needed a man with virtue, he also needed a man with vision. God gave Noah a vision. God gave him 
a plan. You read in Hebrews 11 about his coming judgment. He said, he was warned of God by things not seen yet. Don't forget that word. His wife didn't see it. His sons didn't see it. The world didn't see it. Noah saw it because he was walking with God. God spoke to him. God witnessed to him. God gave him a vision. And the Bible said, beginning warned of God by God of things not seen yet, he moved with fear and prepared this ark to the saving of his house. I can see people walking by Noah. You are crazy, Noah. I, I see the world today saying, why don't you go to church? I had somebody ask me uh, Monday, says, y'all go to church on Sunday night? Yeah, we do. Y'all go to church on Wednesday night? Yeah, we do. Why? Why not? Why not? I, I, I'm just, I just love church. I, I want to be around church. I want to be like Noah. The more I, I build on the ark, the more we build on the ark here and we start proclaiming the name of Jesus, we start lifting him up and the more of your family, you might get saved. Let me just say this. Maybe the voice that they're waiting to hear is your voice that tell them, hey, there is judgment coming in this world. You need to get right tonight. Maybe it's your voice that God is trying to wake up, to lift up and proclaim the name of Jesus in this world today. He said, God spoke to me. He showed me how to live my life because judgment is coming and I want to see my children saved. My children's children saved. I want to leave a legacy. I want a family for God. I want to do a work for God in the midst of this sin-cursed world that he lives in. Do you have a burden tonight? Do you have a desire and a vision to do so, to reach the world? I, I was so blessed to see the support of the VBS and how all gave so much to reach the world. Some gave more than they could. Some gave all they had. And I looked at those kids' faces and it was well worth it when you see those faces, how their eyes lit up, how they were intense about the Word of God. I tell you, they go home knowing there is somebody and there is a church that loves them and cares for them and wants to show them the right way to go. They can lay their head down at night and says, that church loves me. They showed it to me. Uh, they love me. They fed me. They told me the word of God. Let me tell you, your voice you need to start lifting up that this world can hear it today. And we can start with the children, but we all need to start lifting our voice up to those that are out in the world that's dying and going to hell. Do we have a vision? Do we have a voice? Do we have a burden? Because we know what's coming. You know what's coming. Let us rise and be a voice in this world in which we live today. Notice Noah's voice. While he was walking with God and while he was working with God, he was witnessing for God. He, he was a preacher of righteousness. He was lifting up his voice. Let me say this to the church today. We 
better lift up our voices while we still can have the re religious freedom we have to do in this country now. There's going to come a time that you won't have this. Uh, and Dr. Seuss ain't the problem. Uh, uh, let me tell you that. Uh, uh, people just don't believe in God no more. People don't believe there's a, there's a man, there's a woman. God planted a man and a woman. They don't want to hear that. I know the difference between a man. I know the difference between a woman. But they say it offends me. They're walking down the road and they see the cross of God on a, on a church and they say, that offends me. They get and they see the word of God. They read a Bible and they say, that word offends me. And they see the church and they say, that church offends me. And next thing you know, they're trying to sue the church, trying to get rid of the Bible, trying to get rid of the church, trying to get rid of the cross. Why? Because it offends me. You better lift your voice up now while you still have the religion freedom that you have in this country because it's soon going to be taken away because it offends the world in which we live in. We need to lift our voices up until God lifts his voices up and so says, come home, come home, come home. We need our testimony. We need our influence back in this world. The world needs to know that you are a real Christian. You're not some of these phony Christians running around here. There's plenty of them running out there. We need for our walk with God in this wicked world and they to see that our walk with God is the same that we say. They need to see that we're still faithful in all the things that's going around in this world, the sin world in this world. Uh, we need to see that we're still faithful to God. We're not bowing down. We're not laying down. We're not compromising. But we're still faithful to God. Our walk is still with God, not this world. His message was unheard. His message was unheard. They had never heard a message like Noah was preaching. He came on a scene and said, it's going to rain. What? It's going to rain. What's rain? I don't know, but God said it's going to rain. Judgment is coming. What's judgment? I've never heard of that. It's coming. God said it's going to come. They've never heard a message like Noah was preaching that the judgment of God is coming down. All the wickedness of the world has gone up before God. They have never heard about judgment. God has spoke to Noah and told him, there's only one way out. There's only one way out. I'm giving you grace. You get into this ark and you shall be saved. I'm putting a door on the side. I'm putting a door on the side. I'm going to put a window on top that the only way you can see is looking up. There's only way we can get out of this world. How do we make it out of the world? Because of the wound that was inside of Jesus when they pierced him on the cross and he said look up your redemption draw now the only way out of this world is looking to Jesus Christ he gave them grace he gave them an opportunity but they didn't hear the message can I say they're not hearing the message today in fact they don't care about the message of Christ today they could care less about the word of God today they rejected it. They rejected the word of God. His message was unheeded. They rejected. We read in Matthew, but as the days of Noah 
where so shall the coming of the Son of Man. They were living an ungodly lifestyle. Boy, that's where we are today. They say they knew not the, until the flood came. They didn't know it. They didn't receive the message. Noah was preaching the message. A judgment kept going to them. They didn't want to hear it for 120 years. Can you imagine with somebody for the first 50 years, said, boy, you're off your rocker. The next 50 years, boy, I know you're off your rocker. But brother, when that 120 got there, and God, <laughs> God didn't say go in. God said come in. God's going to say the same thing to us. Uh, he's not going to say, hey, y'all go on in. No, he says uh, come in, come home, come home. They didn't hear the message. They, they didn't heed to the message of Noah. God gave him the message, and they didn't want to hear that message. That voice of Noah was lift up, giving them hope, giving them light, and giving them grace, and they would not receive it or accept it. You know, we say that since God says, come in, and we know there was eight saved, but there was nine on the boat. Nine. Yeah, nine on a boat. Noah's wife, three sons, three daughter-in-law, and God. Amen. God. Amen. You know what nine, eight, and one is nine? You know what nine stands for? It's the number of the fruits of the Spirit. God says, I will be with you. I will keep you safe. You don't have to worry about it. God was guiding the boat. God was giving them rest. God was giving them peace. Let me just say this. If you're in the boat with Jesus, you, all you need is right there with him. He will give you the rest. He'll give you the peace that you're looking for. I'm gotten in the boat and I ain't getting out. The message was unheard. The message was unheeded. But they saw finally that the message was fulfilled. I, 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 I sometimes think about seeing those folks on the outside of that ark. When God shut the door, Noah didn't shut the door, nor did his boys shut the door. God shut the door. God said, it's over with. It's done. God shut the doors. Come in. I'm going to close the door. And people standing on the outside thinking, oh, how crazy is this? And all of a sudden, rain started coming. Never seen rain before. What is this? Boy, when they start getting up the knee deep, they start banging on the side of that ark. Let me in. No, you had a chance. You had the opportunity. The word was there. It was message was preached. You had the opportunity. No, let me in. Can't do it. Door has been closed. And once God shuts a door, you can't open that door. The whole time, I imagine the, uh, the Noah and his family on the inside thinking, I, 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 prayed, I prayed to him, I prayed, and I preached, and I preached, and, and I'm trying to get them in, but now it's too late, they can't get in. And they heard the cries, and they hear the well, and when the ark lifted up, it floated off, and all of a sudden it was silent outside. There's going to be a day coming. There's the fulfillment of what God said. He says, I'm coming back. He says, I'm coming back. He's going to fulfill that promise to us. When he does, he's going to call us home. 
He's taken to his place where there's no more hurt, no more pain, no more suffering, no more partying, no more death, no more crying, no more tears. I'm looking forward to that day that I can get to that land. I said, thank you, Lord. I thank you for the promises. He says, I want to say, welcome in, thou good and faithful. I want to hear God says that you've been a faithful servant to the very end. Noah saved his family because he lifted his voice up. He was that voice that was in the wilderness lifting up. He was that one voice. God is looking for some people today to lift up their voice. One voice. One voice. God said, if you lift up your voice, Jesus said, if I be lifted up, I'll draw all men unto me. God said, if you lift up your voice and start declaring the name of Jesus in this world, they hear. Now, what they do with it afterwards, that's their problem. But we got to be the voice. We got to lift our voice up.